Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Okay, here we are. It's time to wake the bear. Oh yes, the bear's waking up. It's going to be a good night tonight. I do believe the storm is upon us. Yes, it's supposed to rain very hard tonight. Not the, not the storm I'm talking about. Oh, what storm are you talking about? I, I just I think that we are in the midst of the storm beginning. We're in 2013. This is the first, uh, 2023. This is the first of our recordings for Wake the Bear in the new year. And I just feel like an anticipation that, that this year we're going to see some major craziness go on. Um, starting with kind of tonight with uh, the stuff that's going on with the House Speaker that was not was not selected tonight. Oh my goodness! I think we have a new record for um, Mitch McConnell being rejected. That the, it's a whole whole new record. McConnell he, was rejected, and then McCarthy is the one that were, they were voting for, right? Oh my goodness! Did I say <laughs> you did? Yes, but that's okay. This is radio. I did. We just, we Actually, the going. first time. Uh, in a hundred years, that they didn't get it on the first right. uh, vote. Yeah, and so that is a pretty interesting and dynamic. They, they tried like what two or three votes, and then they going, so far, yeah. yeah, yeah, two or three votes, and and then there were a lot of people concerned that hey, the Democrats could all be unified so much that they could get a Democrat in there. But uh, I was listening to Praying Medic today, and there's there's no way that can happen. You need two hundred and eighteen votes. They have like two hundred and six at the max. And no Republicans going to vote for Democrats, so you're not going to get that in, um, you know. So that's not going to happen. Yeah, it would feel toxic to me to vote a Democrat into the Speaker of the House, especially considering who we just got rid of and how hard right. it was to get rid of her. Yeah. Well, I, I did. I did hear Trump say though when he was asked, you know, about Kevin McCarthy, he's like, "Hey, we gotta, we gotta get somebody that's not a Democrat in there." So. Was he saying that he is supporting or, you know, supporting McCarthy? Or was he just kind of saying on the surface he's supporting McCarthy? Because I heard other people today were talking about just blowing it up. Just like we don't want McCarthy and we're letting the rest of the Republicans know we don't want him so bad that it that, that they better not vote for him. And then we need to have somebody else in there. I mean, I think all of us are like, hey, we would love to see Devin Nunes in there. Oh, that would be awesome. Devin Nunes is the speaker and... Uh, Jim Jordan and I was the uh, Judiciary yeah. Committee, head of the yeah. Judiciary Committee. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the storm that's coming is the the, ta- the tails are going to turn. The tide is going to turn. And it, now it's time for real investigations with real evidence coming. And that's why you can't have Kevin McCarthy in there. He's been way too inactive, uh, didn't investigate the 2020 election, didn't even support that going down that path. Um, Did know, he vote not to investigate it? Uh, he dragged his feet on it. But did he end up not voting to? Did he I, end up voting to just go ahead and certify the election without having the ten days? I don't have that on me. I had all this stuff written out by uh, Ivan. Don't worry Ivan about Ivan Raiklin. He was one of our past guests, and he has uh, thirteen different points of investigation, and that's what he was saying that he was so inactive on the Mueller case. Impeachment number one, number two. He didn't do anything to fight against that or to really even. Hmm. Uh, he was part of the Gang of Eight, and so he really did the the Rhino course and not anything uh, anything MAGA or anything truly conservative. So he's a Wheeler dealer, lunchbox dealer, in, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, so. 
Well, I, I think don't that... Don't let those lunchbox, lunchbox dealers in the house. Well, no. it, it might not matter who they vote for because if the Brunson case happens and it ha- and the person that gets in there is someone who's a rhino and they are taken out immediately because of the SCOTUS-Brunson case because of what, 380 yeah. members of Congress are going to be... 358 being, members, that's right. You know, I, I read today was the first legitimate um, government person that has uh, weighed in on it that I could find. And uh, Mike Huckabee wrote about it. He said, um, basically, he said, sit down. I guarantee the SOTUS story, the Supreme Court story is real. And he said, the SOTUS has agreed to hearing a case that could conceivably overturn the election of 2020, throw out all of the legislators who voted to certify the results, and leave them in inevitably uh, where they can't run for office ever again. Wow. And so if we remember, the, the argument that the Brunson brothers had was that there were 388 lawmakers that were named in this case, and they were violating the 12th Amendment, if you remember, uh, where they were supposed to consider the claims of fraudulent evidence that over 100 members of Congress brought last January 6th. So the Brunsons, they seem to have a real case, according to Mike Huckabee. Well, I think that's probably why the uh, Supreme Court clerks called them up and said, can you get us this case? Like, and they said, how soon? How Can we give you get it to you in a week or two? And they said, no, we need it sooner. Yeah. And they got it to him in four days. So that means that the clerks the, believe that there's some merit to this case, or they wouldn't be calling them That's and right. saying, get it to us sooner. Yeah, and I mean, we're going to know on, on uh, January 6th. That's Friday That's of this beautiful. week. That's so it's, poetic. It's just a few days whether or not this thing is going to move forward. So, again, they're not voting on the—they're not actually hearing the case— they're, they're deciding whether or not they're going to put it on their docket. Right, which is a conference. So a lot of people without misinformation out there saying, oh, it's already on the docket. It, it, they've put it in their calendar to hear it in conference. The docket is something next. That's when they actually pl- plan to fully hear the whole case. So first, now they're just deciding whether they will hear the case. So that's Friday. So we need to be praying. I think we need to really be praying that God would really step in. And, you know, I think that there are some patriots out there that were like, when is when are the average citizens going to step up? And this is an average citizen. These brothers are just average citizens stepping up, filing a lawsuit against their government, which is that it's we the people. It's a government by the people for the people. And we have seen this government go way off the deep end. And it is not, it is not government by the people for the people. It is these, these elitists and uh, people that are make, enriching themselves and making themselves rich in public office. And we're in there and they're sending our kids to war, like President Trump said, and we bearing the brunt of their of their inadequacies. And we just need to get back. I think once we change, if, if this goes through and we get a whole new um, legislation in there, the number one thing needs to be eight years only. Like you can only serve. Yep. Term, yeah. limits. term limits. Term eight limits. Eight years max. And maybe four and then you got to vote again and then four and that's it. Or, or maybe you get in for eight and you don't have to vote again because then they spend half their time trying to get back in again. Yep. I mean, I would just say, listen, they're voted in. They're in for eight. Yeah. And then and then after eight you're done. So now that now eight years they're spending caring about what the people care about, not caring about getting themselves elected. Then you have to yeah. get rid of the lobbyists. 
Well, that's, I, I Lock would, the door to those lobbyists. I mean, obviously, if you're being paid to be in a position, you're going to support that position if the the finances are um, there. And so we need to get rid of those lobbyists. Right. Hey, I want to go back to the Brunson case because it's important, I think, that we remember that it's not, they're not going to try to prove that the election was rigged or stolen, right. but they're really, um, they're targeting the process that about the certification of the election. And so that's really what this case is about. So it has such a good, I'm excited. I think Me it too. has such a good leg to stand on. And, and I think that um, that to remember, we're not just going to see Congress possibly overturn, but the, Biden was in on this. Harris is named on it, and so is Mike Pence. It's a clean sweep. I mean, if you, if yeah. I was just thinking, you know, we just went through a big storm here in Santa Cruz. The water was washing away all of the stuff. My road. Yeah. Yeah, we got a sinkhole. It's uh, almost thirty feet deep. Well, what? We, yeah. Yeah. So, I have two roads, three roads to our house, and two of them are washed out right now. And the road that still is good, half the lane is covered with mudslides. So, so washing things clean, yeah. washing away the old, tearing down the structures that were insufficient to hold weight. That's what's going, and exposing the weaknesses. That's what's going to be going on. And I, I think in this year, the season that we're in, that twenty twenty three is a year of exposure. It's a year of of reckoning. Um, that's what I sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, you know, I was just looking back, uh, listening to the whole Carrie Lake issue uh, with her hers because she went today uh, to file. And uh, again, to, because it got rejected. She filed for an appeal. Yeah, she went for an appeal. And the reason why it got rejected, I found out, was um, the judge said, hey, you didn't prove intent, like criminal intent. This isn't a criminal case. It's a civil case. You don't have mm. to prove intent. Yet that judge wanted her to prove intent. Over and stepping. And the problem with trying to prove intent is you've got to have the emails. They didn't allow them to have emails. Right. And things. So how can you prove someone's intent if you're not having access to what would prove it? Well, they only gave her five hours to make her case. Yeah, obviously this was this a judge is a that just crappy, crappy compromise situation. Yeah. yeah, so so that was new for me to hear today. So it's like, okay, that's why it wasn't sufficient. Is yeah, and she so wasn't she's going to, to the, what the Supreme, um, the Arizona Supreme Court. She's bypassing the the appeals court and going to the next level. Just jumping right to it is my understanding. Which is what the Brunson case did as well, if you remember. They actually just bypassed the lower courts and went to a higher court. So she is appealing to a higher court. And I think we need to agree with her in the appeal to the higher court, an appeal yeah. to heaven. Yeah, nope. that would be good. Well, and it's time to get rid of some of those supervisors in Maricopa County, too. I mean, I, w I would think that the, the voters would be recalling the Board of Supervisors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, I, we, what we are seeing is that our government is like rotting flesh on the vine. This, it's so corrupt, and you know, it's like I am 100% pro-American. I am 100% pro our, 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 you know, our nation. But I am not okay with how the government has been functioning in, in the last at least 50 years. I mean, stuff that I've woken up to. I mean, the fact that they, the JFK files are still not released after 60 years. You know, you know, I want to find out what happened. And I think that's the thing is that you know JFK in his speech in 1961 he said. 
we uh, elevate our wins and we conceal our losses. So JFK said what we was happening was, is that in his speech in 1961, that there was an elevation of our wins and concealing of our losses or our weaknesses. And that's what's been going on in our government for a very long time, is we've been concealing the weaknesses. And, you know, my big problem with a lot of what's going on in government is we've got to this Monroe Doctrine, which basically says it doesn't matter what we do foreign in foreign lands because it's 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 securing America's interests and to me and I think most people out there listening it, it, you can't say the ends justifies the means no. the ends do not just we have to be a righteous nation we have to be an ethical nation we have to be a moral nation we have to do it legally and if we have uh, secret organizations that are not ethical they're not moral they're not legal and those those bureaucracies are running our government then it is no longer a government of the people, by the people, for the people. And that's what you know JFK was saying in 1961 in his, his president in the press speech, as he was saying that it's an abomination. It's, you cannot have secret agreements and secret meetings and secret organizations running our country. And that has been basically what's happening. And I think Twitter files number 11 dropped today. And I think another yeah. whole swath of proof that our government, I mean, Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff literally took them and said, can you cancel these these, uh, yeah. these accounts to Twitter? And Twitter's like, no, we can't do that. That's a violation of the First Amendment. So, so Mr. Adam Schiff, who said he had 100% proof of Russian collusion and he was going to tell us about it sooner or later and made up all this crap and created this entire narrative that has proven 100% false. I mean, the Mueller report showed that no American, no American colluded with the Russians yeah. on the election. No American did. And even if they did collude with them, collusion's not a, not a crime. Like, we influence all kinds of elections all around the world. Um, we, and, and, you know, so, but what we cannot do is have our government collude or put pressure on our pub, uh, private organizations to silence free speech. That's what's been going on. That's what all of the Twitter files have proven. Yeah, they need to slap a big fat libel suit on uh, Adam Schiff. Yeah, he needs I mean, to be sued. You know, he said things that actually can influence the next election, saying I've got proof that he was colluding with the Russians when he didn't. Yeah, on live television, on CNN yeah. and MSNBC, sat there bold-faced lies and telling the American people, and then all of their dog and pony shows just kept saying it over and over again, Russian collusion, Russian collusion, Russian collusion. Yeah, And it's like there's... there. there there is evidence that the Russians did, in fact, create like RT and spent like $10,000 to influence the election. There's no evidence that it actually influenced the election. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, justice is coming. Right. Justice and and, and the coming. reality is this. Every government around the world is doing everything they can to influence other governments' elections to, to be in their favor. That's just happening all over the world. And when we we do it, other nations try to do it to us. the The question is not whether it's being done and how bad it is. It's the, the focus should be this. And then I was listening to a Twitter Spaces today, and they were talking about this. I said, "Listen, the focus needs to be all disinformation needs to be examined for whether it's true or false, regardless of whether it came from the Russians." Or whether it came from China, right? Though, regardless, it doesn't really matter where it came from. If it's a lie, if it's not true, it needs to be proven. Proven that it's not true. 
And by hindering their voices with this entire, all these Twitter files showing that our government did try to suppress speech, you don't get a chance to listen to garbage lies and then address them and, uh, and counter address them, which is our entire American system is based on that. Yeah, absolutely. That, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So anything else with the Twitter files, Eleven? Oh man, there's so much. I mean, I haven't even read them all. They're, and it's and it's it's scathing, you know. I mean, the biggest one for me was Schiff because I'm just not a fan of that guy. He's just not. He's not a good person. There's evil. He's evil in so many ways. Um, but there's a you know there's a bunch of other things like um, it just shows more and more government collusion. Yeah. Yep. So so you know the storm is upon us. I think this is will be a week to remember. We will remember. Already tonight, this is the first time that a, that a, a political party wasn't able to establish a, a House Speaker. That's that's history is being made. Yeah, and we'll, who we'll see who gets you know that position. The Brunson case is going to be go to conference. The Twitter files are releasing information over and over and over, and they they're saying right now, Elon's saying that there's going to be more Twitter files released on Friday, and those will be the Fauci files. Oh, I can't wait to hear those. Yeah. I mean. Speaking of Fauci files, I mean, did you hear about the Monday night football uh, oh, incident? Yeah, wow. I got a text from my mother. She's like, did you see that? I'm like, I don't watch it. Uh, what happened? And and apparently this player, you know, he got hit, but he got back up, and then he just fell over. And it looks a lot like the died suddenly um, events that we hear about all the time. Uh, really sad. 24 years old. Wow. And... Um, you know, as a cardiac, they did CPR on him. He's in critical condition. We're obviously <laughs> praying. Um, what was interesting was is th there were a lot of players on his team that made a circle around him and uh, I think facing outward or praying, um, just kind of keeping everyone from, from viewing the CPR. And, you know, the whole crowd, uh, the stadium was very silent. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, within... 10 to 15 minutes, they already had some medical doctor explaining it away. Like, they were prepared for a narrative. It wasn't something that, it's like, oh yeah, that, that happened because of this. They were instantly, you know, ready with a story. But I think it's something that's uh, much more nefarious than that, personally. Well, and we'll see, we'll see. I mean, you It's know. been confirmed. He had a booster a week ago. A week ago? A week ago. He just looked it up. Yeah, he so had, a, looking up live he had right a booster now. a week ago. Wow. And so, and to say that, it, and then there's people saying, oh, now is not the time to ask whether he was vaccinated. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what do you say? Wait, now so it's, is the time. it's only the time to ask if someone's vaccinated if they're trying to get into a country, go on a plane, but it's not okay to ask them that they're vaccinated if they died or they had a life-threatening, that's ridiculous. I mean, how many times do they say, you know, who was the shooter when you, when someone shoots somebody in a school? Now's not the time to find out what was the person who killed all those kids were? It doesn't make any sense. It's a pattern, right. and it is the time to ask. It is the time to ask. Because it's a pattern that they see. And if you're unaware of that pattern, watch the movie, Died Suddenly. Uh, there's plenty of other movies out there explaining the same thing. A lot of these people that are dying, that are in the prime of their health, they're just killing over with heart attacks, and it's because of the jab. Yeah, there was a, there was a young um, father on uh, one of the spaces today. There were 9,000 people on the space that I was listening to do. And he was waiting patiently to talk. And he said, I'm so thankful that you let me talk. I just have one thing to say. My name is Sean. Uh, you know, my name is Dave. And my son's name is Sean. And my, Sean, my, my son played hockey his entire life. And he was found dead 
33 days after his shot mm. by his bed with no explanation. And he says, I just need to say that people are dying and he's just sort of weeping. And they're like, oh, there's 9,000 people listening to him. And he just bravely got on there and said, I just want to say that this, this should, he should not have died. And so those numbers are coming out. There's like 800 athletes that have fallen like down and either died or passed out on the field from complications yeah. and they're from the shot. You cannot say this is the only thing that's changed and maybe some of them are not, but there's too many of them to say that's not, yeah. there's not, the shot is not part of it. The jab is not, you know, causing this. And this young man, uh, Damar Hamlin, I mean, he's, he plays for New York. He's for the Buffalo Bills. So they are required all the players to be in, in, in vaccinated. And the state of New York requires the players to, you know, people to be vaccinated. So he didn't, he likely did not get vaccinated because he wanted to. Yeah. So and it looks like he's still alive. So we need to be praying for him that he is that he that he will live and that that he'll the that the forces that be will actually get you know wake up. And the interesting thing, I remember saying this to myself, and I think I said it to a few people. Just wait till the Monday night football game where one of the kid one of the players passes out. Yeah. Then the world will shift and wake up. Well, I'm hoping for his recovery. What was his name? Damar Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. Well, keep Damar Hamlin's family and him in your prayers. Uh, you know, God is greater. And I mean, most of the people died instantly and he's still hanging on. So keep him in your prayers. Yes, Lord. We'd like to see that. You know, it, it's it's heartbreaking. I mean, nobody wants to do this to themselves, you know, but uh, the pressures. I mean, this is a guy that probably spent most of his life preparing for pro football you know, through high school, 24 college, years old, yeah. and then all of a sudden this COVID thing comes at the point where he's in his career. And it's not like he, he had this choice. I mean, it, there's extreme pressures. Like I spent all my life training for this moment, and then this happens where we have to take the shot. And a lot of people didn't want to give up what they put in, you know, 10, 15 years uh, focus on. And so that's just uh, very sad. Yeah, he's at... Um they're saying some of the doctors, Dr. Christopher Midas is saying, is a cardiologist saying that the director of Cardiac Arrhythmic Center in Tufts Medical Center said it could be commodio cordis, which is a blunt blow to the chest while overlaying the heart that initiates sudden cardiac arrest. Yeah. So could it be that? Yes. Is it that? To be determined, and it may not be that. Yeah, it probably wasn't that because that would have put the, the heart into ventricular fibrillation and they would have shocked him right out of it. Wow. So and that's what that the the sudden that sudden blow to the heart does is it puts the the rhythm into a chaotic rhythm and they have that's why they keep defibrillators on the field. Mm -hmm. And so they should have been able to shock that into a viable rhythm. And so the fact that he was they they said they he did they did CPR for over 9 minutes. Right on the field 9 minutes. And uh, that that's not a good sign. No. That's not yeah. a good sign. So I, I'm sure they didn't start CPR right away. Uh, so even though they had a whole stadium there and, and medical staff, um, it takes a little bit of time to get out there, assess this person. You have to take off their pads. You have right. to take off their helmet, that they're pulseless and that they're not breathing. And so, yeah, we are. We do pray for mm. for this young man and his family, and uh, I do think it, I'm I'm glad they stopped the game. They right. canceled the game. They didn't. They didn't go on as though something hadn't happened. Right. 
Mm. Yeah, so we just, right now, we release blessing mm. over Damar. We release blessing over his family. We release healing over him in the name of Jesus. And we say, be healed. Um, mighty young man, be healed. Well, thank you, Lord, for the prayers of the saints on the field that surrounded him. And they were praying to God Almighty, not some vacant person, but somebody who's you know, involved in humanity. God the Father and the Son and through Jesus Christ. There's a lot of spirit-filled believers on both teams. In fact, um, Sean... Um, Sean um, Foyt said he knows personally players on both sides of, of both of the both teams who are spirit-filled um, Christians, and so they were praying to God through Jesus for healing. So we're going to give him all the praise and glory. Yeah, I believe he was a, a believer as well. You know, he was doing uh, f fundraisers for uh, children for Christmas, uh, raising for toys, and I think he had like five thousand dollars raised. But mm -hmm. when this happened, it, within minutes, it went to seven million. So wow. there are people, you know, a lot of good people out there just wanting to help in the only way they know how, you know, mm -hmm. uh, praying and donating and things like that. So, yeah, interesting. Well, we'll keep them in our prayers. Um, I think this is part of the storm is yeah. that we're probably going to see more yeah. of this. Yeah. We need to ready our hearts and minds for this. We need to be um, clear about what is happening um, but also respectful and gracious, even even in our, you know, I'm gonna be, I, every time I'm gonna say, hey, we better make sure this is not a, you know, let's look into it and see if it came from the shot. But at the same time, be gracious in how we how we talk to that that we love everybody. That the people are not our enemy. And there's one enemy we have, and that is Satan. That's right. And his he's the god of this this fallen world. And some people collude with that person, <laughs> that yeah. that yeah. De you know that fallen um, deity or uh, angel. Um, and so we need to just recognize that um, we're in a war. We're in a battle right now. And, uh, and that, you know, whether you got the shot or didn't, you're not my enemy. Uh, I love you. I love, I have family members that took it. And, you know, I, I, even though I asked them not to and I didn't think they should, I'm just still praying for healing for them and that nothing affects them. But, I, you know, we're likely going to see many other people out there who are, it is going to affect. So. Well, I'm looking forward to the the next Twitter file because it's incidents like this that just um, they there's something that rises up in me that says it is time it is time that the truth gets out yes. we've known and we've had those censored doctors on America's frontline doctors now there are more than nineteen thousand doctors that are that are um, part of American Frontline Doctors wow. that are speaking um, their mind and they're, they're um, coming back with a real strong voice of um, alternative methods of treatment. And uh, we need to know what Anthony Fauci knew. Yes. And we need, it's time to be, um, that the American people and the people of the world, because this is a world wide travesty of what what really took place and what was done and what came out of the Wuhan lab. I mean, it is time when we see every death that, um, that comes suddenly that doesn't have an explanation. It's important that we consider seriously, well, there is maybe a, an explanation to it, and we cannot any longer just turn a blind eye as though nothing happened. Yeah. I mean, it. the information, Sean, um, 
was it Beck? He came up with, um, he showed the actual documents. A, 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 it was a confidential agreement between Moderna and the NIH, NIHD, uh, to have in 2015 for the vaccination before wow. it was ever even released upon the people. It's all going to come out. It's I all mean, coming we out. We have a new Congress, and there's new people being investigated. Yeah. And this is something that, uh, you know, the, the year started right after New Year's. Boom, what was it? We had this Monday night football, and then today mm-hmm. is the first day that most people went back to work. So you had Congress. They're, they're making progress. I mean, they may not have their speaker yet, but uh, things are getting ready. You know, Carrie Lake had filed... Um, you know, and so we're, we're seeing it right out of the gate. There's going to be a lot happening, and I think it's going to be happening very soon. We've got the Brunson case coming, and so uh, that's coming in the end of the week. And so it's going to be busy. I think it's it, the tide has changed, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So you want to close with any, uh, any other items? No, I think that uh, we have a lot this week to look forward to being released. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had a lot in 2022 to be grateful for. We had Rope versus Wade. We had uh, the 2,000 Mules. We've had um, some exciting documentaries that came out. We've um, seen the results of, of Trump's tax taxes, and we saw that he didn't do anything wrong. Uh, we've, we're seeing um, the implementation of a new Congress. And so I think we have some things to really look forward to and, and really be grateful. And, and not to forget that as hard as 2022 was, there were some really good things. People are waking right. up. And uh, as painful as the process is, I think that as a nation, we're going to move forward. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's going to be a good year. It's, uh, we're, we're excited. We, we've got some things we're working on. Uh, we, we had some changes with the radio station, and we're uh, joining a conglomerate of other conservative voices to be as a, as a one unit, and then we'll have different aspects of it. So we're looking forward to uh, what we've got coming out in 2023, but that, that'll be for another night. Yeah, and we're planning to, we're planning to, planning to stream live again. And we're planning to find a way for people to either call in or to interact with us uh, during the show. And so those are some of the plans that are coming. And we're working with other um, shows that have are like-minded right now. Um, so, you know, we, we're not sure what the future holds, but we know who holds the future. Amen. And we know that God is in control. And I, we, I really believe that this is going to be something where us having the station, you know, all, kick out all of the shows on KSEO, that this is going to be an opportunity for God to really expand our voice and our influence. And I really see this as a good thing. So, All right. Well, good night. All right. Yeah. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, you're listening to Wake the Bear Radio. And wakethebearradio.com. You can listen to all of our past shows. And uh, you're welcome to reach out to either or any of us, Ron, uh, Chris, or Brandon. Uh, at wakethebearradio.com. Email us, and we'd love to hear your comments. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM dial.